I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the block, Andrew Jones. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won the grand final. It's got the ball. Jones. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Something a little bit different today, and it's a podcast that I'm really looking forward to bringing you next season. We'll do it once or twice during the off-season, but I've got Dean from the NRL Roast. Champion fella runs one of the best pages on Instagram. Probably it's my favourite page on Instagram, to be fair. And, you know, he's one of the OGs of the real social media of Rugby League. He's been around for years, and I think he's got 130-odd thousand followers. Just knows Rugby League socials inside out. I'm going to have him on occasionally just to talk through the week that's been. Now, of course, since Origin 3 ended, it has just been a plethora of entertainment in Rugby League on social media. I mean, Byron Bay has been the epicenter of the Rugby League world for the last week. It's been going crazy up there. We've had Cameron Munster. He's put on an absolute special. Then on the other end of the spectrum, we've had a heap of the teams that didn't make the top eight this year returning to preseason. Head noise central. Dean takes us through everything that's happened in the NRL socials this week. Dean, welcome on, mate. How are we, brother? Mate, nice, mate. Happy to be here. Thanks very much for having me on. I really appreciate it, mate. We've uh, we've been chopping up a bit of shit talk uh, over Instagram for a year or two now, and we've never actually spoken. It's good to finally get you on. First time for everything, eh? Like I, I was sitting here going, "Geez, I've talked to this bloke for yeah a year or eighteen months, and I only just saw your face the other day when when you started doing some video content, and and now I get to uh, speak to you live. So it's uh, it's, it's a pleasure, mate." That would have been an unfortunate reality for you. <laughs> it was like, like I said, look, like looking in a mirror, a little oh. bit, except less, less grace. Yeah, there are some very unlucky women in our lives, let me tell you that much. <laughs> Mate, um, obviously, you know, you're, in my opinion, you're the OG king of rugby league social media. It has been a crazy month, hasn't it? This has been probably one of the biggest months in regards to content. I don't know whether it's because I've, I've grown so much and, and the audience is, is bigger, but the amount of, you know, uh, you know, engagements of people just sharing the amount of content from everywhere has just been unbelievable. 
Mate, obviously, for the first time ever, we had the Origin Series at the end of the year, and personally, I thought it was going to be the best thing to ever happen to me. It didn't quite live up to the hype. Uh, what did you think of it? First game was very un-Origin-like. It just didn't didn't feel like an Origin game. We were sitting there watching the first half and honestly felt a bit like a trial. Yep. Like it was that, you know, lacklustre. So... Uh, second game, I don't know whether it's because I'm a New South Wales fan, we put 30 points on them, whether I felt better about it. Um, and then the third game was, a, I thought it was a true origin game, you know, come down to the wire. Um, it just it, overall, the series, not there for me. I, I, I At start, when they first announced it was going to be at the end of the season, I actually liked it. Um, but looking overall now, I hope it goes back to the uh, middle of the season. Mate, there was a heap of content to come out of, the, out of that Origin series. I know one that stood out for me from Game 2 was when they flashed to the Queensland Sheds, and I was expecting it to look like a funeral. And Wayne Bennett was sitting there with the feet up. He was having a laugh. I think he even indulged in a can of Coke. It was it was pretty surreal, wasn't it? Mate, full-strength Coke, not that uh, no-sugar stuff like I'm on. But um, And he was he just had a huge smile on his face. It didn't seem like – almost like he, he expected it or he just said, look, boys, doesn't matter. Next week we've got him. Um, yeah, that was it was quite a weird, weird uh, vision. Mate, and all the lead-up to Origin 3, obviously you had Paul Gallen and everyone saying they're the worst Origin team in 40 years. And, it, you know, as per Origin, we, we see it every single year in New South Wales that Queensland, they rise above where they should be and they did it again. And personally, we've got to start pointing the finger at the New South Wales media soon, don't we? Like, we're kidding ourselves. I think it was uh, Dean Ritchie. He came out with the article and then Paul Gallen backed him up. And I remember in our group chat that we've got, I dumped it in there straight after the game too. I said, get on Queensland. They're paying 265. Uh, you know, I'm a huge punting fan. I was like, look, up in Queensland, you won't see this price again for a while. So, uh, and they backed it up just and threw it in their face too at the end of the game, uh, as we saw with a bit of uh, DCE uh, mic drop. Uh, <laughs> That was one of the one of the greatest uh, speeches at the end of Origin I've ever seen, mate. I'll get to DC in a minute, but you did say after Origin two that two fifty was a steal, and I laughed at you then. And then when Val Holmes scored the first try in Game three, I messaged you straight away, and I went fuck, cash out right now, egg all over my face. You nailed that one, mate. I've, I honestly thought about cashing out a few times, um, so I had a, had a, I don't like to talk about amounts uh, a lot of the time because personally, I'm a bit of a ten dollar punter. Um, but I actually bumped it up and I had a hundred bucks on it. And a few times it was up to cash out option of about 200 bucks. And I was like, I should just cash out. I should just cash out. Um, and I held on strong and I got me 265. So I was happy with that. But they even blew out, I think, at some stage at 325 before the match. Mate, unbelievable. It must have been a nervous last 10 minutes for you. I, I was stressing balls and I had no coin on it, mate. As we said, DCE, one of the greatest mic drops in NRL history. He just nailed it, didn't he? Have you seen a speech like that before from anyone? Like, he's just come in and just absolutely nailed it. Um, left it right to the last minute. For anyone that thought, you know, oh, they weren't looking into the media or anything like that, they were. They had that in the back of their mind. I think I heard Brent Tate say uh, he wouldn't be surprised if they had it pinned up across the um, the dressing sheds everywhere. The worst Queensland side in, um, in origin history, and that's quote, unquote. That's not me saying that. And for him to come out and just drop that at the end, it was just absolutely marvellous, even from a New South Wales fan. Mate, if you gave me just that quote on paper and said, which Queenslander said this over the last 40 years, I'm not sure if DCE would have been in my top 1,000 guesses. 
No, he's not the. Every time you you, you see him, he's very eloquent. He, he chooses his words very carefully. Even when you saw him ripping into Tino after um, uh, game was it game one, game two, and um, you see him there and he's pointing the finger. You can just see it feels like he's he's talking to him very eloquently. Um, for him to come out and say that at the end, it, it, it was very surprising. I think that's probably from a social media standpoint. That's that's probably why it took off because you don't expect him to say that. Um, I wouldn't even expect like Cameron Smith to say that at the end of a speech. He might say it in an interview um, down the road, but not not up on stage. But uh, yeah, for DC to say it was very surprising. No, oh, mate, one of the great origin moments. I, I absolutely loved it. As a New South Wales fan, I was, I, you know, I was ready to put my foot through the TV, but geez, he just he hit the nail on the head. It was perfect, mate. After Suncorp Stadium that night, it was the it was the epicenter of rugby league, and then it moved just slightly down the coast to Byron Bay and. Geez, it was a bad day to be a uh, great northern in Byron Bay, wasn't it? Had um, one of the speeches, the interviews, uh, Munster had. They they transferred from Munster to Harry Grant. And he said, uh, "Fisher's coming to Byron," and you can see Harry Grant just like cheering. So uh, you knew it was going to be on. I, I actually didn't see them together with Fisher. I know he was there doing something, but um, yeah, that, that Byron, uh, the hot spot. It's the barley of of Australia this, se- this season. Uh, mate, obviously, you just mentioned uh, Cameron Munster and Harry Grant. We'll get to Munster in a moment. But obviously, on socials, it was trending, I think, on Friday night. Uh, the YKTR boys, led by Ice and uh, Justin Horro, they were obviously trying to push uh, Harry Grant's new nickname, which personally, I absolutely love, Baby Goat. Could anything be more fitting? Well, he is following in the footsteps of the uh, the great number nine in Cameron Smith up there in – or down there, sorry, in that Storm. I say up there because they've been up in Sunshine Coast the last 10 months. But – um. Yeah, mate, I think it's perfect. Baby goat following in the footsteps of the of the goat himself. So, uh, great nickname, boys. And mate, I love the way that I said, I think it was today or yesterday, he was talking about that uh, Harry Grant, he just didn't buy into the nickname at all. Whether he'd had two beers, 10 beers, 20 beers, he just stayed humble. I, I love this bloke. I think he's going to be a sensation. You've, you've been riding the train for a while, though, haven't you? Mate, you've when he came out of the few... womb, I was sitting there going, that's the next best nine in the game. <laughs> and he, he has shown it, mate. Look, you know, to, uh, rookie of the year this year absolutely blitzed it turned you know West Tigers like everyone cheering his name walking off that park I think it was against the Broncos uh, late late in the season um, to now be challenging for that number nine role in, in Melbourne uh, and have his origin debut it's just phenomenal phenomenal rise by him Mate, the thing that stood out to me the most this season was they got to the back end of the season and Michael Maguire said, hey, look, he's not going to be here next year. We need to start giving Jacob Little a heap of reps. And, mate, it lasted about two weeks before he went, fuck, I, I, can't, I can't get this team on the field without Harry Grant. It says so much about him. And even, like, you look at um, the impact that he had on that Origin 3 game. Yeah. You know, when he came on, he just changed it. He, he absolutely changed it. Um, out, outplayed, it, you know, a lot of people on that park. So... It just shows the character that he has, the skill level that he has, and he's going to be there for, you know, another 10 years. So that's scary. Speaking but of character, mate. Wales, guys. Yeah, he's going to terrorise us, isn't he? Yeah, mate. I'm, I think you, you might have said, like, think about the spine. for just, Even in the next five years, you've got Grant, DCE, Munster, and, and I said Ponger at the back. Like, you know, they've got a few options there, but um, that is just scary to every New South Wales fan, I reckon. Terrifying to think about, mate. Cameron Munster, has it been the best month that anyone has ever had or what? I would challenge anyone to find find a, a player that's had a better month than him. He's gone from a grand final win, uh, bendering for a few days, 
ringing his his coach to say, look, can I have an extra day before I come into Origin camp? Turning up absolutely munted. Um, the photo will go down in Origin um, history uh, with him in the team shot there. Going out and having a, you know, a, a great game in, in game one. Unfortunately, missed the, missed the game two with the, the injury early on. Blind of game three, man of the series, and then going on another bender. So <laughs> you got to love him. Mate, the, the moment that I love from him too, and when, when they flash to the Queensland Sheds after game three and he's getting a piggyback off Alfie Langer, like two of the absolute legends of rugby league, two of the best Queenslanders of all time and two blokes that certainly know their way around a party. Straight away, mate, straight off that piggyback, he was heading for that uh, esky and, and grabbing a Kyle one too. So, yeah, absolute legend. You know, I had a few people, maybe I posted a little bit too much of, of Munster, but how can you not love this guy? Um, he is just... A larrikin. Even I saw him a brother last night. He, he walks a bit wonky. He doesn't seem like a typical footballer, but he he will blitz anyone on that park. So absolute uh, month. Uh, what, what did I say? The, ma- the month of madness month of monster, for monster so. or something. Yeah, sensational, mate. He was unbelievable. And mate, obviously off the back of Origin, you know, uh, as we said, Byron Bay. It's just been rugby league central. But for the teams that didn't make the top eight in twenty twenty, they've returned to preseason and. Jesus, it's been hot this week. It's a tough gig. What are some images that have stood out for you? Well, a couple of good ones. We had um, a few new players turn up in the in the new colours. We saw um, Kyle Flanagan um, running around. He even commented on on the Bulldogs post saying, "You know, proud to be a Bulldog." Um, good to see by the players there. We've had um, Nicky Kotrick uh, in the Bulldogs colours as well. Um, what else have we had? Uh, oh, I think you might have pointed out the. Um, Ethan uh, Bullimore. Yeah. He had a bit of a rough, rough start to the season up there at the Broncos. He, Very uh, noisy. He got um, photographed uh, spilling up his dinner. So, yeah, that, that was some of the good ones. Um, but, you know, we've got another four or five weeks of the preseason before Christmas. So, I'm sure we'll get plenty more to come. Mate, I love the one that Kyle Flanagan put on his story when he was first filling up his... Um his new locker at Canterbury and above it, it said Terry Lamb and everything he achieved following in some great footsteps there. That's got to be some, you know, inspiration for him coming in. Doesn't that like you've just been dumped by your former team um, that you, you thought you were probably going to be there for, for a long time. And, and now coming in and seeing that sort of imagery is, you know, inspiration for him for the next few years. But also I forgot to point out um, Ryan Madison. Jeez, he's, um, he doesn't skip uh, bicep day, does he? Mate, swallows kettlebells for breakfast. It's scary, isn't it? Mate, I was just looking at it again. Those veins are just popping out everywhere. Like, oh, unbelievable. Mate, speaking of uh, some big units, what about the solar eclipse on the Gold Coast when David Fafita stepped out for training? Oh, mate. Uh, he, uh, yeah. I saw the uh, couple of interviews he had. He, I, if I'm a Gold, Gold Coast Titans fan, man, I'm getting excited from that. That is one good scene. And you got to think in a couple more weeks too, you're going to have Tino, big Tino up there. It's going to be an awesome forward pack. Mate, the other one I want to touch on, which I think is going to be a really interesting one. I'm not sure if he's the right fit, but I think he'll be a great storyline. Uh, Brisbane Broncos went back to preseason. There was a new face hanging around. Albert Kelly, really interesting. Yeah, so look, he was close to um, Man of Steel in, in either 2019, 2018 in, in the UK. I, I am just amazed that he, he's just on a trial and train deal. Um, I thought an NRL club would have picked him up, you know, quick smart. But um, he'll be an exciting prospect for the uh, for the Broncos. Really excited to see what he can do next year. 
Mate, if, if the forward pack can play to the potential that they've got, he could be an absolute superstar in the NRL once again. I think he, over there he, he played 100 matches, scored 60 tries. Like, just, you know, phenomenal. So, yeah, you're right. If that forward pack can um, get going, you know, you're going to have, um, you know, Matt Lodge, I think um, I think he's hanging around. Um, you're going to have, yeah, Payne Haas. It's, it's going to be unbelievable. So... Mate, the last thing I want to touch on on social media was something that you put up the other day, and it was a uh, it was a poll on your Instagram story. If you had to pick an Australian hooker right now, would it be Harry Grant or would it be Damien Cook? And personally, mate, I remember the start of 2018, I said, Harry Grant, he's a top three hooker in the game right now. And, mate, I don't think I've ever been more bullied in my entire life. I thought there was going to be bricks thrown through, thrown through my fucking window. I copped it left, right, and center. What was the results of that poll? So we had Damien Cook the incumbent at 57% and uh, Harry Grant at 43. Wow. I'll put, I'll put that in a little bit of context though. I will say that the, I would say it's probably close to 70% of my audience is New South Wales based. So for Harry Grant to get 43% is just phenomenal. Like, you know, my polls aren't, you know, perfect. It's not a, you know, exact replication of, of what um, the fans think, but I, I like to throw them up there just to say, you know, this is what they are thinking. But to show that he got 43% shows that he's got a lot of faith from uh, New South Wales people as well. I guess he's the uh, he's the perfect storm against New South Wales. He plays for Melbourne. He's a match winner for Queensland. He's just left a Sydney team. I mean, <laughs> I reckon if he was running around for the Roosters or the Rabbitohs, he would have got a heap more votes there. Easy, easy. Mate, Dean, it's been a pleasure having you on. I hope to have you on uh, during the off-season, maybe again once or twice, and then during the season we can talk a bit more social media when there's a bit more content uh, travelling around. Thanks very much, Nathan. I really appreciate it, mate. Talk soon, eh? Thanks, brother. See you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.